Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. And uh, I'm pretty excited uh, about everything we've been doing on Radio Entrepreneurs, all the stories, keeping everybody current on how people are dealing with the pandemic, getting to work, staying at work, getting back to work. And uh, I'm, I really enjoy speaking with these two people, uh, professionals. And today we're going to talk about special family uh, planning and protection with Lisa Kukier from Burns and Levinson and Aviva Sapers, CEO, Sapers and Wallach. Welcome. Thanks, Thanks Jeffrey. That was a mouthful for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, I've seen more families fighting over the last six months than I have my whole career. And, uh, you know, the whole and a lot of what's behind this is really a lot of insecurities, worried about how can they be protected? How can they, you know, what can they be doing? So I'm interested in hearing what both of you have to think in these topics. Yeah, people have been stuck together for, all, well, now almost a year. It's been about 11 and a half months of being stuck in semi-shelter. Some people are back at offices, but some are not. And people are not able to go out with friends the way they used to. And so it has changed the family dynamic. And that has led to some relationship breakdown. This is a force that presses on marriage. And that's unfortunate. It's happened. Right. So what types of things can they be doing? So, you know, in connection with with divorce, if that comes up, uh, it, it makes sense to do some planning to look after those who uh, are entitled to and for whom we're obligated to support, whether through alimony or child support, you know, and, and right now everybody's finances are are tenuous you know we're looking at people who have shifted and pivoted in different kinds of businesses and even the professions are different people are not necessarily in their offices and so the alimony metric and the child support metric is different and there's a lot of insecurity about am i going to be able to meet an obligation there are ways to make sure that an obligation is met even if there's an income problem um, so, you know, in connection with alimony, we have an alimony law that, that obligates um, the person who has more income to pay alimony to the person who has less. And the concern is what if their income stops because of some crisis like a pandemic? Um, Aviva and I have had these conversations. We talk about it from time to time because, you know, this is what we do. We, we, we get together and we talk about different creative solutions that we can use with our clients so that when our clients come to us, we can say, yeah, we already thought that one through. And, and just recently, Aviva and I had a great solution for this issue. It relates to having insurance. Aviva, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the solutions that we came up with for insurance in your separation agreement and divorce? Sure. So a lot of times when people are, are separating, they may be concerned if the real breadwinner becomes disabled or passes away and then losing that income stream uh, to take care of themselves and their kids. And so luckily for me, uh, being in the insurance business, I have a lot of experience looking at uh, ways you can insure for those things. So I always make sure we ask do people, what do they get for coverage at work for disability insurance? And a lot of times people are under the impression they get 60% of pay, but it oftentimes is capped at some dollar amount or it doesn't include bonuses or doesn't include commissions. So depending on what that is, it may not be sufficient. And then 
for an unforeseen death and during COVID times, people are certainly a little more heightenedly aware of that potential. Having life insurance to make sure that that lump sum is there to continue to protect the family is something that is often used. If you're looking at permanent coverage, it can also build cash value so that if there's a time when someone is out of a job, you can actually borrow against that cash value to also continue to provide some cash flow if there were tough times for a year or two. It's important, you know, child support, even if, uh, if the obligor, the person who's paying the payor, even if they pass away with minor children or children still in school, uh, child support is an obligation that endures past death, um, but not so with alimony. The death of the payor usually ends it. So if there's an insurance solution for that, then that will sometimes uh, help me settle a case. You know, if I can, if I can provide some kind of a solution like the type that you're discussing, then I might have an easier time settling the case because everybody knows they're going to be okay no matter what happens. Right, and there's the opportunity as well to fund annuities, which guarantee payments for life too. So if, the, if part of the divorce settlement is I get a lump sum and I'll just take care of you by getting it off my hands and buying this annuity that promises to pay you for the rest of your life, that's another living alternative versus. Uh, it's something at death. Yeah, uh, Lisa, I, I don't know if I'm taking this offline. I mean, I'm, I'm off where we were, but in regard to um, prenups, if someone was making money, then doesn't make money during COVID, but has a prenup or a, a trust, does that protect someone from not paying child support? Well, it is a great question. Thanks for asking. Um, the the prenup can speak to the assets and income of the two adults who are getting married. Um, remember, it has to be drafted before the marriage and signed before the marriage. Um, you could have children already. That's a whole nother issue. But the prenuptial agreement cannot uh, alter the rights of children. It can't alter the rights of minor children. Minor children have a right to be supported by the people who are their biological or adoptive parents. And so the, it, it can't impact uh, child support, but if there are children and something happens in the relationship and a payor can't pay child support, then that person can get into court and seek a modification. So there's a way to deal with that, but it can't be dealt with through a prenuptial agreement. A prenup is exclusively dealing with income and assets of the two people getting married, and it can't impact the rights of children. There's another issue that comes up with children though, Jeffrey, and I, I you know, now that we talk about it, you know, there's a great solution to deal with the funding of special needs trusts that involves insurance too. And this is something else that Aviva and I have talked about where we've done some strategic planning so that when the client comes in the door and wants to know some solutions, we're ready. So whether or not a couple is going through divorce and has children with special needs, or if a couple is married, or if people are individuals and they've got children whether minor children or adult children who have special needs, there's an opportunity to create a special needs trust for somebody who you have an obligation to support or who you want to support. You know, many of us have children who get older and we're always concerned, parents who've got kids with special needs are always concerned, what happens when my child's an adult 
How am I going to support them? And what happens when I'm not even around? How is my child going to be supported? And as a lawyer, I tell people that they can draft a third party special needs trust to leave assets with the trustee who will manage those assets for the benefit of their adult child. But one way to deal with this after death is to fund it with insurance. That's what so I was going to just ask. Exactly. And that's why Aviva and I were talking about it. Aviva, do you want to take over and talk a little bit about that great solution we came up with? Sure, sure, sure. You know, it, it's interesting because whether you leave assets to one to fund one of those trusts or whether you don't know that you're really ready to put those assets in that trust, life insurance is a great way to put small amounts called premium dollars for that big balloon payment that'll happen down the road when you're gone to ensure that there's always money in that trust funded to take care of your kids that need it. And you can, you don't have to insure the full amount if you are leaving other assets to that trust, but life insurance is an inexpensive way to make sure that at least worst case scenarios are protected or best case scenarios. In today's day and age, a lot of people we talk to are concerned about outliving their money. So as long as they know they've, they've got a million dollars, pick your number, $2 million, pick it, it, that that's going to be there for their kid. If they have, to, if they have their own long-term illness or if they have their own need to, to take from the assets they were hoping to leave to that trust and use them for themselves, they know that their kid's going to get taken care of. That's uh, a great solution. Yeah. Can I throw you another, uh, another one from out in left field? Yeah. You know, uh, my mother always used to tell me that there's always one person in a relationship that's more dominant than another. And she, you know, again, my mother's been gone a long time. She's a little old fashioned, I guess. But, you know, financially, I find that there always is someone in a relationship that's a little more dominant financially. Uh, and I've seen through COVID a lot of threats from the dominant financial partner to the less, to the perceived less dominant financial partner. And I'm wondering how, you know, you deal with this stuff every day. I wonder what you say to people who are the le who are unhappy and they're scared and they're being intimidated and they're dominated by a, by a more dominant person who's threatening them financially. So I think there's been a lot of divorce through COVID. There'd be a lot more if they weren't feeling threatened. And right. I, I, I can think of just the top of my head immediately, three to five cases that come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, I'll tell you in a, when there's forces pressing on a marriage, that's when people behave at their worst. And it's unfortunate that this happens, but a pandemic, an uncertain economy, an election year, you know, death and disability, these are issues. These are forces that press on marriage and make it very difficult. But when a client comes to me with these kinds of issues, you know, I explain that to some extent, our divorce law is based on cent you know, centuries, literally, of figuring out how spouses are to be protected after a number of years of marriage, unless they have a prenuptial agreement. If you have a prenuptial agreement, you can alter the plan that our marital law, our divorce, divorce law has for us. But without a prenup, our laws have a plan. And it is, to some extent, formulaic and to some extent subjective with the judge, but also subject to being negotiated between the parties. So if there's a spouse who is feeling dominated by another spouse who is being um, emotionally 
untowards or abusive or, or unfair, um, there are ways to assure the less wealthy spouse, the less financially dominant spouse, that it's going to be okay on the other side. And this is how. Um, there are certain strategies that can be put in place if people do planning early on. And if there are sufficient assets, you know, nothing from nothing is still nothing. But if there are some assets, there are strategies. And our laws are somewhat formulaic. Our alimony law turns directly, the length of alimony paid turns directly on the number of years married. And the value paid in alimony turns directly on the delta between the income of one spouse and the other. Um, so there is to some extent some formula that will help. I would add something to that too. There's no time like the present to become a little bit more financially literate. There are, we, we're, we've been hosting some sessions for women, uh, not that they're necessarily the ones you're referring to, Jeffrey, but women who have deferred the paying of bills, the, the, the investments of their monies to their spouse, uh, that there's no time like the present to take charge and start to become a little more financially literate. Understand at least the terminology so that when you meet with a lawyer or when you meet with an advisor, you're not just sitting there looking bored, that you can actually understand the language and it's not like they're speaking Greek this time. And so there are ways to just educate yourself up a little bit so that you really do have some ownership and can't be as intimidated uh, in the sense that they're not talking to someone who's a complete um, zero in the, their knowledge of any financial matters. You know, it's a, it's a sad topic, but it's a reality that we all have to deal with. And I think looking at it from, uh, you know, your perspective, Lisa, but also uh, Viva's in terms of the insurance, I think that makes it a little bit more protective and, you know, looking at ways we can fund these things a little bit easier. So I appreciate these discussions and it does affect business, you know, since most businesses are privately owned, the vast majority, I think over 85%. Uh, are privately owned. I mean, these are, these are, you know, this is, people get very protective of their cash cow. Uh, and so I do think these are important topics. So, but if someone's looking for either of you, I'll start with you, Aviva, how would they find you for more information on these things? Sure. Our website is www.sapers, S-A-P-E-R-S hyphen Wallach, W-A-L-L-A-C-K.com or my phone number is 617-715- 0125. Great. Lisa, how would the people find you? Thank you. So I can be reached by email at lcouquier at burnslev.com. And that is spelled L-C-U-K-I-E-R at B-U-R-N-S-L-E-V.com. And my phone is 617-966-9585. Eight, two. Perfect. And my name again is Jeffrey Davis, and I can be found at Radio Entrepreneurs or at Mage, my management consulting firm. And uh, remind everybody this is Radio Entrepreneurs.